The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Gitin daf Ayin Zayin, and we are at the Mishnah on daf Ayin Vav Amid So the last Mishnayis in Perik Misha Achsu deal with a man who divorces his wife. So Ruvain gives a get to his wife Rachel and stipulates, I want the get to Bichal only if I do not come to you within the next 12 months. Meaning if I don't show up in the next 12 months, then the get's going to be Bichal. If, however, I do come to you during the next 12 months, the get will be bottled. So he's giving her a get, but he has this option for the get not to necessarily go to eff- into effect. What happens if Ruben now dies during the ensuing 12 months, ain't I get. So the halacha is, the get's not going to be chal. The reason very simply is, because being that the husband clearly stipulated that he wants the get to be chal only in loy basi, mikan vadil beis that means the get can't be chal right away. It can't be chal until 12 months pass and the husband doesn't go back to his house. And being that the husband then is not alive when the 12 months pass, it's a classic, ain't get la'achar miso, and it's for that reason the get's not chal. What would happen, however, if Reuven gave his wife the same get, and again he made it contingent on but he added one word, the word that he added was, and then he died, then the Allah is different, then the Allah is the get is chal. And the reason is, because being that he said what he means to say is that the get should only be chal if I don't come back to you within the next 12 months. However, if and when I want the get to be chal retroactively, it should be chal and being that at the time that the get was given, the man wasn't alive, even though when the Yud Beis Chodesh passed, when the Tanai is triggered, the man is no longer alive, it doesn't matter, because the get's not being chal then, the get's being chal retroactive to the time that the get was handed over from husband to wife. I mean that he was alive at that point, it would not constitute a get la'achamisa. It's for that reason the get would be chal. So the Mishnah is saying a halacha of a man who gives his wife a get in loibasi mikan vadyud beis But what matters in terms of whether the get is chal or isn't chal is the nuance in the Lashen that the husband uses when he gives the get. If he says, then he needs to say that the get should be if he's not alive at that point, it's a get. If he says, although in this the, the get again is contingent upon in loy basi mikan vadil beis but the word may achshav changes in lumdis when the get's chal. It's not chal then, it's chal now. I mean that he's alive now, it's not going to be a get what if a man tells his wife, if I don't come then I want you to write a get and give the get over to my wife. So he's not writing the get and giving the get right now. He wants the get to be written and be handed over to his wife, Al Yudeshliach. In 12 months, so the law is if the Shliach didn't listen to 
the exact and precise shlichos that the husband gave him, but rather he wrote the get within the Yud Beis Chodesh. The husband told him, Im basi mikan yud beis chodesh, then I want you to write the get, yud beis if he didn't listen and he wrote the get, yud beis chodesh, yud beis chodesh, even if he gave the get in the proper time, which is yud beis chodesh, is get. And the reason is, because that's not what the shlichos was. The shlichos wasn't write the get now. The shlichos was very precise, write the get, yud beis chodesh. What if he said kisvu so he said the same words, just he reversed the order. In the first case, he said first, and then afterwards he said, In this next case, he first said, and afterwards he said, So it's the same thing. He seems to be saying that he wants to get to be written and handed over. The question is, did he first say, or did he first say, says the Mishnah, it doesn't matter. If the shliach would write the get within Yud Beis Chaydesh, even if he gave the get Laachi Yud Beis Chaydesh, and again, because Kisfu Tnu Get Leishti and Loi Bossi Mikan by Yud Beis Chaydesh implies that he only wants to get to be written Laachi Yud Beis Chaydesh. If the shliach violated the letter of the law, in terms of what the Mishalech told him to do, the get's not going to be get. Rabbi Yosei Rabbi Yosei argues. He says, Kozeh get. When he first mentions the Yud Beis Chodesh and then says, Kisvu Tnu Get Ishti, then it seems like he's makbid that he doesn't want the get to be written before the Yud Beis Chodesh. But if he first said, Kisvu Tnu Get Ishti, and only afterwards did he mention the Yud Beis Chodesh, then it sounds like he's not really makbid on when the get's going to be written. He's saying Yud Beis Chodesh because he wants to wait 12 months before the get is handed over. He wants to give himself this option to maybe back out. But being that he first said kiss for get ishti that suggests that he's not makbid when the get is written and for that reason says Rabbi Yossi that although in the first case if the shliach would write it within Yud Beis Chodesh the get would be bottled but kozeh in the second case even if the shliach writes it within Yud Beis Chodesh still the get's going to be again kiss for lacha Yud Beis Chodesh venas lacha Yud Beis Chodesh so what if the husband said emloi basi mikan va Yud Beis Chodesh kiss for tnu get ishti so there, everybody agrees, even Rabbi Yossi, that the get has to be written, and the Nesina has to be Lachi Yud Beis Chodesh. Okay, now the Shliach did what he was supposed to do. Kosva Lachi Yud Beis Chodesh, he wrote Lachi Yud Beis Chodesh, Venasu Lachi Yud Beis Chodesh, then he handed the get over Lachi Yud Beis Chodesh, Umez, and then he found out the Meshalech died. So Ima get Kodem Lemisa, if the get was written and handed over before the Meshalech died, before the husband died, raise again. The Emisa Kodem Lemisa, but if they found out that the husband was already dead, at the time that the shliach wrote and handed over the get, ain't a get, it's not going to be get. Why? It's a classic ain't get. And let's say we don't know if the get was handed over first or if the husband died first. This is a classic example of Migureshes. We have a woman who's a Suffolk Grusha. The Nafkimina always plays itself out in Hilchas Yibum de Chalitza to the extent that the man died, didn't leave any children. He has a brother that's a Yavon. This woman would need Chalitza from the brother but wouldn't be able to get Yibum, because to the extent that the get was chal, she would be grushas achiv, it'd be an eshas achshaloi b'mokim mitzvah, there'd be no halacha of Yibum. Either way, says the Gemara, Tano, the first halacha of the Mishnah was, Hareza gitech imloi basi mikan vadyud beis chodesh, umeis betech yud beis chodesh, get. a very straightforward halacha. Man gives his wife a get. He says, this is your get, but you're not divorced yet. It's only going to be chal if I don't come to you, mikan vad yud beis chodesh. If he dies within the yud beis chodesh, the loch is the get's not chal because he clearly is saying that he doesn't want the get to be chal now. He wants it to be chal lach yud beis chodesh. If the husband's not alive, lach yud beis chodesh, it's a get lach hamisa. Ain't get lach If he said me achsha, then. The mafreya to the time of the Mesiris get, being that the husband was alive at that point, 
it's not a problem of get lachem. He said, Tano, but we learned to the Bryce, Rabbi Seinu Hitiru. Although the Mishnah is very clear that in the case where he said, Imloi Bossi, ain't I get, because it's a get lachamisa, the Rabbonim, however, were moderate. Man, Rabbi Yusein, who are those Rabbonim? I'm Rabbi Yudamashmul, Beidina, the Shah, Mishcha. It's the same Bezdin that was Mater Shemen Akum. And the Gemara later is going to say, this was the Bezdin of Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah, not to be confused with Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah was actually a grandson of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. He was an Amoiro, Ben Achaben of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. It was his Bezdin that was famous for being Mater Shemen. Akum, not Cholov Akum, Shemen Akum, and that was the same Bezdin that said that the race of this Mishnah, although it seems like a classic and get Lachamisa, is really going to be okay. And what did they base it on? We had this tomorrow last week. Sabi Lakur Rabbi Yosi, because that Bezdin held like Rabbi Yosi, the Omar who said, Zmane Shal Shtar, Mechia Cholov. Yosi said that anytime a Shtar is handed over, and the husband, or if it's a Shtar Matona, stipulates that he doesn't want the Shtar to be Chal now, he wants it to be Chal later. If the shtar itself has a zman, the zman of when the shtar was written, that constitutes me'achshav, that constitutes me'hayoyim. And it's for that reason, if the husband would write a get, and the get had in it a shtar, even though he said, he never mentioned the word me'achshav, he never mentioned the word me'hayoyim, so there was nothing verbal that would suggest that he wants the get to be Chalom Afreya. There's nothing written in the get either that would suggest that the get should be Chalom Afreya. But to the extent that the get has in it a zman, zman shel shtar chalom, it constitutes me'achshav. So according to Rabbi Yossi, in loy basi is like me'achshav, therefore it's Chalom Afreya from the Vashas Nesinus. I get, as a result, it's not going to be a problem of get l'achami. So Om Rab Abba, Breit Rab Chia, Bar Abba, Om Rab Yechanan, Rab Yehuda Nesiyah, Benoi, Shall Rabbi Gamliel by Rabbi. So this is Rabbi Yehuda Nasiyah, who was the son of Rabbi Gamliel, who was the son of Rabbi, Rabbi's grandson. Hoira was the Rabbi Seno Hitiro. He was the one who paskin this halacha, like Rabbi Yosi, But all his Chavraya Kedisha, all the people in his bed, nobody agreed with him. The Ambila some had a different nusach in what. Rabbi Barabba said, that as long as he was alive, nobody agreed with him. But either way, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi. So our Mishnah is of the opinion that even though there's a Zman in the Shtar, unless you say Mehayoyim, unless you say Mehachshav, we don't say that it's Chalam Afreya. Thus, Meis Teichyud Beis Chodesh and Gelacham Yisa. Rabbi Seinu Hitirua, who are those Rabbi Seinu? It's Rabbi Yehuda. Nesia, Rebbe's grandson, based on Shitas Rabbi Yosi, that's Mane Shal Shtar Mechia Cholov. However, Velay Hoydu Loi Kol Siyatai, or Loi Hoydu Loi Kol Shaiti. Omali Rebbe Loza Lahusaba, Ki Shiritua, La Alta Shiritua, Oy La Achashnei Masar Chayda Shiritua. What would happen if, according to Rabbi Yosi, the husband gave the get? And he said, And then he died, So the law is when Yud Beis Chaydesh pass, Lima Freya, according to Rabbi Yaisi, who holds Manish Lashtar Mechiyach Olav, she's going to be Megureshes. And the reason is, it's not Enget Lachamiso, because it's Chalam Freya. The question is, do you have to wait out Yud Beis Chaydesh? Or could you assume that being that the man died, there's no way he's coming home now within the Yud Beis Chaydesh. So if it's for sure that he's not going to come home, maybe you don't have to wait Yud Beis Chaydesh. It's already clear now that the Tanai is going to be in the sky. Or no, 
Maybe you have to wait to play it out. You have to let the Yud base Chaydish, even though you're just running out the clock, essentially, nothing is really going to happen. But being that we know right now that the Tanai is going to be in the sky, so maybe that should be the halachas. Was he matter right now? Do you say that it's Chal right now? The whole Loyasukus is no way this man is coming home. You have to wait for the Tanai to be in the sky. So the Gemara asks, and why did this? Why was the Rebbe Loza ask this question according to Rabbi Yossi, where the person said, he didn't say Meyachshav, it's only because It sounds a little bit like Rabbi Lazar only posed this question according to Rabbi Yossi. Really, this is a Shiloh according to Rabbi Yossi as well. You can ask a question on our Mishnah according to the Chachanah. In the case where he said before, So what's that Because it's not get Because it's Chal retroactively. Same Shiloh. Do you say it gets Chal right now? As soon as the man dies, because you know for sure that the get's not going to be chal. Maybe you have to wait out the twelve months. The says, "Enochi nami." Could have asked the shaila that way. This altiyid, this saba happened to have been present when Rabbi Yehuda Nesia was mattered. The case of Rabbi Yosi of Zmanish Shal So he just asked him, Rabbi Lozer, how did they fear ois the psakalocha? Did they say mutter right now, or did they make this woman wait yud beis chaydish before she was able to get? Married, but Enochinami, the Shiloh is not unique to Shitas Rabbi Yossi. The Shiloh will be a Shiloh according to the Chomim as well. Omer Abba Yaakov Moedim, although we have a Machloikis, Rabbi Yossi and the Chachomim, where if someone gives a get and says, I raise a gitech im loibasi, and there was a man written in the star, do you say Zmanish or Shtamachiachalov, or do you not say Zmanish or Shtamachiachalov? Said Abba, it's not in every case that this. That the Tanam argued, meaning, if a man would give his wife a get at night, and he would say, I want to get to. So that's a very poetic way of saying, tomorrow morning, I don't want to get to Bichal now at night, but when the sun is going to rise, at that point, I want you. To be divorced, to get Shabichal. So the Allah is, It's clear that he wants to get to Bichal in the morning. So that if he dies at night, get the get's going to be a get lachamisa, even according to Rabbi Yossi, says Rashi, who holds manish That's only if he used an ambiguous lashon. He yet said the word, but if the Russian was very clear that he doesn't want it to be Chalamafreya, even though this is man in the star, you don't say it's manish And like Rashi says, the same would be true in our Mishnah. If he used that lamid, it would be very clear that the get should be chal then, not now. If he would use the lotion, everybody agrees that would constitute so Even the Rabbonon, who said you have to say meyachshav, they agree that if you use the lotion, it constitutes meyachshav. Where did they argue? The word im. Mar savalok Rabbi Yosi. That's the Rabbi Seinu Hitirua. They held like Rabbi Yosi. The Amar Zmanish Hashdam Mechiyacholav. Vahavalei ki mehayoyim emesi ki meyachshav emesi. Mar loy savalok Rabbi Yosi. Vahavalei ki emesi. 
Greater. Zok to Gemara Vaita. Kosovo, but to get the Ishti, in Loi Bossi, Mikan, Vadiud Beis Choyder. So the Mishnah said, if somebody told the Shliach, write a get and give a get to my wife, in Loi Bossi, Mikan, Vadiud Beis Choyder, and the Shliach wrote to get Betoich Yud Beis Choyder, even if he gave it Lacha Yud Beis Choyder, Machoik is Tanah. According to the Chachomim, in a get, because he was very clear that he doesn't want to get to be written until Lacha Yud Beis Choyder. Rabbi Yossi said, Kizeget. Says the Gemara, Amalei Rav Yehmel, Rav Ashi, Leim Kosov, Rav Yossi, Kosov Get Al Tanai Kosher. So very. Interesting Havamida. The Gemara is a Havamida, the maybe Bishana Rabbi Yossi is, because Rabbi Yossi holds that a get can never be given out tonight. And being that you were a man of the Shliach, even though you seem to have suggested in your Mina Shlich that you don't want the get to be written until after Yud Beis Chaydish, in Hilchas Gerishin, there's no room for Tanayim. The Tanay, the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruve, maybe doesn't work Bechlal in Hilchas Gerishin. The Rishayim grapple, what? Exactly, would be the beer in this havamina. Says the Gemara, loy, loy, apostle. Maybe really, Rabbi Yossi agrees that if somebody gives a get ala tanai and the tanai is not niskayim, that the get's going to be possible. Shani hocha, Rabbi Yossi just holds a very specific svara in this specific case, like we spoke out of the Mishnah, because mida havali lameimar im loy basi kisu v'tnu. He should have first said im loy basi and afterwards said kisu v'tnu. Va'amar he said it in the reverse kisu me'achshav v'tnu im loy basi. So the fact that he first mentioned kisu that somehow implies that he's not really. Bid that the get should be written until Lacha Yud Beis Chaydish. Why do Rabbanon argue? There's no difference if you first said Emloi Basi or if you first said Kisvu Vatnu, the way we spoke it out in the Mishnah. If somebody gives his wife a get and he says, So he doesn't make it tall in Yud Beis Chaydish. If I don't come after Shemitah, then I want to get to Bichal. So what does after Shemitah mean? Says the Shana. It doesn't mean until after the seventh year passes, the Shemitah year passes, but it means until after the eighth year passes. You get a full year after Shemitah to come and be Mavatal again. If he didn't come during the seventh year and even during the eighth year, then he was Mekayim the Tanai of Imloi Basi La'achar Shemitah, Imloi Basi La'achar Shavuah, and that's, then the get's going to be Chal. La'achar Shana, what if he says Imloi Basi La'achar Shana? Chodesh, he gets another month at the end of the year. La'achar Chodesh, Shabbos, he gets an extra week at the end of the month. La'achar Shabbos, my, what if somebody says Imloi Avosh, Till the end of the week. So how much time do you get after the week? Yasser Rav Zeri Kamid Ravasi. Ramri Law, some say Ravasi Kamid Rav Yechon. The comment he said as follows Chad Bishabo, Vitrev Vitlosa, Basa Shabso. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. That's considered part of the previous week. So if you say, if I don't come, until the end of the week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are still part of the week. Arba, v'chamisha, umayli shapsa, Wednesday, Thursday, it's a long weekend, and Friday, kamishap, so that's considered the beginning of the following week. Tanya, we learned in a brisa, Rebbe Yoimer, la'achar haregel, shloishim yoimer. If somebody says, em bossi, mikan, la'achar haregel, 30 days. Nothing. After Yontif, you still get nothing. Rabchia, darshim eshmei de Rebbe, v'kosua. Rabchia went out and he said this halacha over the name of Rebbe and everybody said, wow, what a nice chiddush. Meshmei de Rabbe, and then a different time he went out, he gave this drush and he said it in the name of the Rabbe, v'loi kosua. Then people were angry. Why? I'm a lesson of the Because really they felt that's not the halacha. So if he said it 
Rebbe Shmei the Rebbe to Das Yachid. No one's going to be Makabal it as Alacha. So it's a nice Kharifa, so it's a very nice Drasha. But if you say it, Shmei the Rebbe, now people are going to take it. Halacha Lamaisa. Halacha Lamaisa. Now you have to be Moichel, because if it's not Halacha, it could be a very nice Pshat, but you can't mislead people as it relates to Halacha Lamaisa. So speaking of Halacha Lamaisa, there is one interesting Halacha that comes out of this last Gemara. So if somebody says, I raise a Gitech and Bossi, Mikan, Adla Achar Shabbos. So the gets not chal right away Matzah Shabbos when he makes Avdala. The gets not chal until Wednesday morning or Tuesday night. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is still considered Lacha Shabbos. So if you would come during that time, it would be considered a bit tonight, and the get wouldn't be chal. It's interesting. Nalocha is in Hilchah Shabbos Simin Reish Tzadik Test. The Mechaber says Shochach Shabbos. Somebody doesn't make Avdala on Matzah Shabbos. Mavdal Atzoyf Yom Gimel. He can make. Sh- Havdalah, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Only Sunday. Either way, so this is a halacha psukh and shulchan arach that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday is still considered part of the previous week. Pashit, you're doing this Gemara, it's more in terms of what people think. But you see that there's actually a real halachic implication to this, that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is considered part of the week. Just one interesting halacha the Mishnah brings, what about Yontif? What about Mitzah Yontif? So Mitzah Yontif is on a Tuesday night, so you get three days. So he brings from Kivega and Shulchan Aruch. Rabbi Kivega has a nice arichos, and he says in Svarah, there's no sense in saying three days. The whole Yisoy the three days is because you're being mavdo ben Shabbos l'choyl, and Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday has in it Kedusha Shabbos, whatever the gather is. This, it's still considered Shabbos on some level. But that three days after Yantif should be considered Yantif, so you should be able to be mavdal, that luchur not. Sir Kivegar says that he thinks halacha l'maysa, at the very least, you can make havdal the following day. And the reason is because in halacha, the day always follows the night. So to the extent you're mavdal, the night after Yontif, that means when do you make Havdalah? Moitzah Yontif. The next day is also Moitzah Yontif, because the day follows the night. It's Ruchak, but either way, that's the Psak of Rabbi Kivega that the Mishnah Brewer brings, not three days regarding Moitzah Yontif, but regarding Moitzah Yontif, it would only be one day. Either way, Hadron Aloch, Mishach. So before we start the next parak, just something interesting. So we just learned Perik Misha Achsu. And really, Perik Misha Achsu can be divided into three groups. At the beginning of the Perik, which was Divrei Agada, primarily dealing with Refuos Bimei Chazal. The second part of the Perik, which discussed the topic of the first Mishnah, Misha Achsu Bomas, someone that's not Bidaitoi, he's either a Cheresh or he's a Shaita, can he or can he not? divorce his wife, and then the latter part of the parak, which discussed someone who gives his wife a get, Allah tonight. So regarding the second topic of Perak Misha Achso, and that is someone that's not Bidaita Shlema, his das is not Salula, also known as a Shaita. Can he divorce his wife? Can he not divorce his wife? Two very interesting, controversial psokim one recent, one going back a few hundred years that related to a get that was given by a husband to a wife in the context of where the husband was perhaps a shaita at the time that he gave the get. So that's klar. Halacha l'maysa, a shaita cannot divorce his wife. Someone that's a shaita, he's not a bardas, 
he can't divorce his wife. So to the extent that he got married when he wasn't a shaita, Nebuch, something happened, and now he's a certified shaita, he's going to be married midday raisa as long as he's alive, because he has no way of divorcing his wife. A woman who's a shaita can't get divorced midday raisa. The reason is because a woman doesn't have to have das in order to get divorced. Like the Gemara said, a pikachas balkarcha can get divorce, so a shaita can also get divorced. It's midurabana, and the Gemara said that a shaita can't get divorced because we're afraid that people will maybe violate her. We want her to have a husband that people should take care of her. But that's only Xeris Chacham. Midday Raisa, a woman, doesn't have to have Das in order to get divorced. As a result, if she's a certified Shaita, she can get divorced. A man who has to have Das, he cannot be he can't divorce his wife, Balkarcha, and even though the Gemara says, but it's actually he has to have Das in order to divorce his wife. It's for that reason the halacha is that in order for a man to divorce his wife, he would have to have das, a shaita can't divorce her. So what's the definition of a shaita in Allah? So you talk about a shaita can't divorce his wife, and for that matter, a shaita who can't get married, his mekkah is not a mekkah, his memkar is not a memkar, he's not chayiv and mitzvah, the chayiv shaita and the katan. What's the definition of a shaita? So it's a gemar, mesech, tis chagigo, we learned this together, daf gimel amid beis, tanu rabbonon, ezeu shaita. What's the definition of a shaita? The price gives three examples. Hayoitzi yechid somebody who walks outside at night by himself, somebody that sleeps in a basic forest, or somebody that tears his clothing. The Gemara later brings another brisa with a different definition. Someone who loses everything that you give him, he's the definition as a shaita. Almost all of the rishayim, with the exception of very few, say that although the brisa mentioned examples of what a shaita is, they're only examples. And of course, someone who to us seems like a shaita, but as far as we know, he never slept in a basic forest, or he never was mekare or he never lost something that you gave him, he would also be considered a shaita. The Brisa was giving us examples, if these people are considered a shaita, then there's no question that any other person that's shown signs of shtus would also be a shaita. There is a shita for a victor that the Beis brings in halacha, and we'll see that that was important, that shita in some of the controversy that happened with some of the controversial gittin, that it could be not that way. And it could be that the Definition of a shaita is exactly the way it was mentioned by Chazal. And only someone who meets this, these very specific criteria would be considered a shaita. So get number one. This is a tshuva in Igris Moshe. It's an Ebena Ezer Chelek Aleph. The tshuva was written in 1929. So if you do the math, Rav wasn't very old at the time, what we would call a younger man, when, when Rav wrote his tshuva, it's Simen Kuf Chof in Ebenezer Ezer Chelek Aleph, it's Be'inyan Shaita L'Dover Echad, in Royal Gerishin. Someone that's a shaita, but only L'Dover Echad. Is he considered a shaita in Gerishin or not? So I'll read it to you a little bit inside. Uvda Asal There was a story that came to my desk, says Rav Moshe. Be'echad She'oi Be'bachrusay Nishtata. Someone who, when he was a bach, became a shaita. The shtusay who shall amral atzmoy shehu Mashiach. His shtus is that he claims to be Mashiach. V'zegaram loylasis oid ma'isa shtus. And this shtus that he had led to other shtus. One thing led to another to the point that when he enters the Beis Haknesses, sometimes he always goes over to the Gabba and he forces him to give him an aliyah. He always has to dive into for the Amid. One time the Gabba didn't give him an aliyah, so he ran into the Aron Kaidish. This is all Ramosha talking. He grabbed the Sefer Torah and he ran for his life. He's going to go. He's going to make his own minion. He has to have an aliyah because he's Mashiach. Mashiach. He was traveling from city to city. He's Mashiach. He would steal things from people. He would hide them. And he would 
hold it hostage. He would climb up on trees sometimes, where there were people there, he would give his drushes. There were times that he would walk around. He's like, he walked around. Either way, the bottom line is this Yid thinks he's Mashiach as gets a field. He came to Rab Moshe now. Apparently, he was married and he wants to get divorced. So Rab Moshe says that he sat down with him. And the question was is he a Shaita? Is he a Bar Hachi? Can he divorce his wife or no? I mean, if he's a Shaita, how in the world is he going to be able to get divorced? Now, one thing is clear that it seems that at the time that he got married, people thought that he was pretty good. And a lot of the issues became a little bit more intense later. Ramosha also writes that when he met with this year, it was already eight years that he hadn't really shown any signs of doing anything silly. But at the same time, it was clear, Ramosha says, from talking to him that he still thought he was Mashiach. So the question is, could this person divorce his wife or not? And amazingly, amazingly, Ramosha was matter. He allowed this man to divorce his wife, and he based it really on three svaras. And the first one is a dover nifla adlamaoid, and this is something that only Ramosha, amazingly, a young Ramosha, was able to be mechadesh. The Rambam in Hilchas Eidos, Perik Tess, Halacha Tess says as follows. Hashoita apostle Eidos Manatera. Hashoita's apostle Eidos, Lafisha Enoi Ben Mitzvah, because he's not a Ben Mitzvah. Veloy Shoita Shum Halech Orum, Umeshaber Kalim, Vizurik Abonam Vilvad. Elokomisha Nitrafa Daita, Vinimsis Daita Mishubesh's Tomid. Any person that showed signs of being a Shoita, Afilu Bidova Minadvarim, Afal Pisha, who Midaber Vishoil Kinyan, Bisharadvarim, even if Otherwise, besides for this one area of shtus that this person has, he's perfectly normal. He's puzzled, and he's going to be considered a shaita. Freight Ramosha on this Rambam in Ilchas Edus, two kashas. The first kasha is the Kasamishnas kasha. Hashaita puzzle Edus says the Rambam in Atayra, Lafisha Enoi Ben Mitzvah, because he's not Chayva Mitzvah. Freight the Kasamishnas, why the Rambam have to give a reason why a shaita's puzzle Edus? You know why a shaita's puzzle Edus? Because he's not a Ben mitzvahs, because he's not chayiv and mitzvahs. And if he would be chayiv and mitzvahs, he'd be kosher leidahs. He's a shaita. How in the world could you trust his testimony? How in the world could a shaita be kosher leidahs? People that are not oisik b'yeshuvah sh'olam are pasal leidahs. There are many people that are not shaitim that are pasal leidahs. The Ramam needed a special reason why a shaita should be pasal leidahs. Kasha number one, that's the Kasha Mishnah's kasha. Kasha number two, and this is Ramayish's own kasha, a diok nifla. The Ramam over here says that even someone that is otherwise normal, meaning he's a shaita bedaver echad. The Rambam's lashon is afal pishu medaber v'shoyel ke'inim b'sharat varim. He's otherwise perfectly normal. He's intelligent. He makes a wonderful impression. There's just one area. There's one wire in his mind that's a little bit off. That would constitute a shaita. He would be posulated. So Rambam saying a chiddush gadol halacha. A shaita bedaver echad is considered a shaita. Okay, it's the psaka the Rambam. But Feit Ramayisha, why does the Rambam only bring this psaka halacha in one place in his Yad Chazaka, right here in Hilchas Edos? And says Ramayisha, the Rambam could have had so many opportunities before Hilchas Edos throughout his Mishnah Torah to have told you this halacha in Hilchas Ishos regarding a shaita who can't get married. The Rambam should have said that even a shaita bedaver echad can't get married in Hilchas Gerishin regarding. Regarding the fact that a shaita can't get divorced. In Hilchach Mekach Memka, in Hilchach Trumas, a shaita can't be Mafra's Truma. The Rambam should tell you that even a shaita Badavarechel. The Rambam waited towards the very end of his Mishnah Torah 
tucked away, Perik Tes, Alocha Tes, Hulchos Edos, the Rambam says that a shaita bedover echad is, is going to be considered a shaita. Says Rav Moshe, a dover niflo. His lotion is, Vanochal and he has daiti dover chadosh. He says it could be, you know why the Rambam wrote it only in Hilchas Edos? Because it's only true in Hilchas Edos. The only time a shaita bedover echad is possible is considered a shaita, is in Hilchas Eidos, as it relates to the fact that he's a Pasal Eidos. But in every other area in Halacha, Hilchas Kedushin, Hilchas Gerishin, Hilchas Nakachememker, Hilchas Chumas, etc., someone that's a shaita L'Dover Echad would not be considered a shaita. To the extent that L'Oisai Dover, he's not a shaita, even though he's a shaita L'Dover Echad, if the thing that he's doing right now, he gets, he fully understands, he comprehends the consequences of what it is he's doing, he wouldn't be treated as a shaita. And what should be the difference? You know what the difference is? The Rambam Zakdama. Because a shaitl of says Ramosha is poshid is potter mina mitzvahs. And the reason is because in order to be chayev in Taryag mitzvahs, you have to be shaykh to all Taryag mitzvahs. The moment you're a shaitl of and that could potentially disqualify you from being able to observe one of the Taryag mitzvahs. You're no longer chayiv in all 613. It's either all or nothing. And to the extent that you're a shaykh to echad, you can't be chayiv in all tayyad mitzvahs. Memele, you're not going to be chayiv in any mitzvahs. Says the Rambam, Hilchus Eidos, for whatever reason, is mitlatoli, and whether you're chayiv in mitzvahs or you're not chayiv in mitzvahs. So, a shaykh to apostle Eidos, why? The cash is why the Rambam need that. You know why he needed that? Because there's a very important Afkimina Lalocha that's going to come from that. The next line in the Rambam. That not only someone that's a Shaita Lechaladvar, but even a Shaita Lechaladvar, even if he's an otherwise intelligent person, still he's going to be Pasaladus. This is Alocha Dafke and Hilchas Eidos, because Eidos is Tolu Yen Lefisha Enoi Ben Mitzvahs, but whereas every other Irian Halacha where the Rambam brings the Dinam of a Shaita, it's not Tolu in Enoi Ben Mitzvahs, it's simply because he's a Shaita. That he understands, he comprehends what it is he's doing. He's a shaitel of Dabarachel, it doesn't bother me. He wouldn't be considered a shaitel. So Rav Moshe said, This person, Afilu Naniach, that he was a shaitel, but he was only a shaitel of Dabarachel. Rav Moshe said, I spoke to him, I met him, he was an otherwise perfectly normal person. A shaitel of Dabarachel, the Hilchas Gerishin, is not considered a shaitel. And to the extent he understands the fact that he's married, he understands that he's getting divorced, the implications of it, he's not a fool, he gets all that. He has a real shtos, something he needs to deal with. But He's only a shaitl adaver echad. A shaitl adaver echad is a shaitl dafkin hilchas edos. A shaitl adaver echad is not a shaitl in other areas. Ramayisha backs this up with a long tshuva. I'm just giving you the crux of it. So that was the first big chiddush that Ramayisha said in this tshuva to allow this person to divorce his wife. The second thing that he said was, which is an interesting argument, he says, because he thinks he's Mashiach, that makes him into a shaita. Who said he's a shaita? says, throughout the generations, there were oivdei avay People that worship idols, which you could ask any intelligent person, he would argue, would constitute and render them a shaita. Yet, halacha never treated them as a shaita. So just because somebody has some crazy idea about who he is, doesn't necessarily mean that he's a shaita. And besides, says Ramosha, it's posher to him that... If right now this person thinks he's Mashiach, it's you talking that when he got married, he also thought he was Mashiach. And if that's the case, So what's your argument? How could this person divorce his wife? I'll ask you a better kasha. How did he get married? The Terence is, however he got married, that's how he's going to get divorced. Either way, Ramosha says, when you factor in these three things, and Bitsirov, the Shita of Rabbi Vigdor, who Rabbi Vigdor, the Shita Rishonim, that says that the only time you ever considered a Shaitan Alocha is if you meet the exact criteria as mentioned 
Hashem in Chagigid Avkimu Avbeis Chagigid Avtalam and Aleph Lo Yishamanu that he met any of those specific criteria even though to us he is considered a Shaita says Ramosha he has very strong basis to allow this person to divorce his wife and that's how Ramosha Paskin in 1929 Ramosha was probably in his 30s Ramosha Paskin he allowed this man to divorce his wife this was get number one the second get that's worth mentioning that got involved with a, a situation with a husband divorcing his wife when he was potentially a shaita. That's a very famous episode in Jewish history, perhaps an infamous episode in Jewish history, and that's the famous Get Me Cleaver. So what was the story of the Get Me Cleaver? The story of the Get Me Cleaver happened in the year 1767. There was a, a bocher, a yid, by the name of Itzik, who married a girl by the name of Leah. Itzik and Leah get married. After the chasana, Friday night Sheva brachas, early Shabbos morning, Itzik wakes up really early in the morning, he takes his rental, he takes his money, his umbrella, and he runs for his life. He leaves, he's Michal Shabbos, he leaves his family. Shabbos morning, they wake up, they want to give him mafter, and they can't find the chasen. They Where did he go? A search goes out, they start searching for Itzik, and finally they find him in a closed village. He was sleeping in somebody's house. Apparently he had paid some person a few dollars to allow him to board in his house for a short period of time, and that's real. They wake him up and they say, Itzik, what's going on? Like, what are you doing here? So he says that, I, I apologize for what happened, but you have to realize, I woke up in the morning and I felt like my life was in danger, and I had to run simply to save my life. Either way, he comes back, they gave him his mafter, and they all made believe like nothing happened. A few days later, Itzik decided that his life really is in danger and he can't stay anymore in the city where he was. He has to leave his wife. So he's willing to give his wife a get. He just has to get out of here really, really fast before the demons come and eat him up. Either way, he has to run. So they decided he meets with the Kalas family. They were more than happy <laughs> to go along with this get. And they're going to give a get. So they decided that who's going to be the one to be Masada the Get? Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz, who was the Zayda of the Baltiferis Yisrael. He was the Rav in Kaliva at the time. And Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz meets this Chassin. He sits down with him to make sure that he's okay to write the Get. And he's going to be Masada the Get. Either way, the way the story goes is that Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz met him. He was Masada the Get. They told him a little bit about his lifestyle. Apparently he was a depressed child. Clearly he had a little bit of a rough upbringing. But the one piece of information they never told Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz was what happened Shabbos morning. They left out that piece of information. Either way, Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz spoke to him. He felt that he was intelligent. He didn't see any reason why he shouldn't be able to give a get. And he was Masada the get. The get was given. He went off to do his thing. She went off to do her thing. Either way, the Hassan's father was not present at the time that this get was written. And apparently, the way the get played out was that the Hassan ended up giving the Kala a lot of money. The father of the Hassan heard what happened, and he heard that his son got the raw end of the deal. So he decided to be Ma'ara on the get. He said that, I'm not happy the way this Gerish and play at. And he said, besides, I don't understand. You allowed my son to get divorced? My son's a shaita. There's no way in the world he's able to divorce his wife. The guy thinks that demons are coming after him. He ran on Shabbos morning. He thinks his life is at danger. There's no way that you can give again. Either way, he's tried rallying the troops amongst some of the daily Israel to be Ma'ara, Keneged, the get. And eventually, this... 
story, this get, reached the desk of the Besden in Frankfurt. Now, the Besden in Frankfurt would be the equivalent today of the Badats. It was by far the most esteemed Besden at that time. The Besden of Frankfurt did their due diligence, they looked into it, and they decided that there's no question in the world this person was not Bekeich to give a get. And they were very, very upset at Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz, who was a Godel Hadar. How was he Masadar again? And he never heard about the story that happened on Shabbos. Like, how in the world did this all go down? That's interesting. The Rosh Bezden of Frankfurt at the time was Rabbi Avram Abishmi Frankfurt, who was a Goina Goinim. The Chesidim say that the Chesim Malablin used to say on him that may Avram Avinu add Rabbi Avram Abishol like Kam Kavram, me Goidel Timimus. He was not only a, a tremendous Tamil Chacham, but he was a Makubal, he was a big Balchesed, he had tremendous Midas. This was the Bezin of Frankfurt. Either way, they decided that this woman, this Leia, is Becheskes she's not a divorced woman, she's roaming the streets, she's looking to do a Shidduch right now. Anyone that marries her is going to be Boyalei Shashish, the children are going to be Mamzerim. They have to stop this from going down. Rabbi Shor Lipschitz was Moichel, he said, I don't agree with the Psaka, the Dayanam in Frankfurt. Either way, a tumult broke out. Is she divorced or is she not divorced? Lamaisa, the Shagas Arya got involved in this guy. And when the Shagas Arya got involved, he summons the Yonim in Frankfurt. He wanted to hear, get a better understanding of what they were basing their psaq on. They were very, very sure that this Itzik was a shaita and he had no business divorcing his wife. And they based it on testimony and edus that they had accepted during a very extensive due diligence period. And the Shagasariya felt hand over the due diligence, I want to see exactly what he came up with. And they were mevazer shtikl the Shagasari. They didn't give him the cover that he thought he was supposed to get. Either way, the Shagasari returned to the Neid of Yehuda, who was the Rav in Prague, who also had a very esteemed position at that time, and he asked the Neid of Yehuda to get involved. And if you look, the Neid of Yehuda wrote several tshuvas on the Get Me Cleaver. It's printed in the back of the new Shailas Tshuvas, Neid of Yehuda, Evan Ezer Chelek Bez, seven, eight tshuvas that we have anyways that Neid of Yehuda wrote on the Get Me Cleaver. And it's interesting, his Akdo to why he's getting involved in this whole issue is he writes that the Shagas Aryeh asked him to get involved and his lotion is Aryeh Shag Milo Yira that if the Shagas Aryeh comes and he roars Milo Yira what we have to do but either way the Shagas Aryeh didn't just ask him to get involved he wanted him to get involved to at the very least get the Dayanim in Frankfurt to hand over what the basis is for them to be doing what they're doing. The Maise Dayanim in Frankfurt didn't do it. And the reason they didn't do it was because they felt they are the Sanhedrin of the generation and a Bezdin God was not M'chuyif to to a Bezdin Kotlin. But Maise Neb Yehuda wasn't happy about that. And just one interesting anecdote. The story goes that the Neb Yehuda on Shabbos Shuvah of that year when this whole tumult broke out, he came into Shul and he was Moicha Berabim Keneged, what it was that the Dayanim in Frankfurt, again, like most controversies, it took on a life of its own. It began with a Shailah in Perik Misha Achsu, a discussion of he is a Shaita, he's not a Shaita, but then it turned into a Shailah of Kavadat Torah and which Bezdin is bigger, etc. Different, much more controversial topics. But either way, he got up in Bezdin and he said as follows. He got up in Shul and he said that this woman, there's no question, Frankfurt, I'll just read to you. The beginning. Chachmi Frankfurt Postle Aget. Veroiv Chachmi Yisrael Hitirulin Nase. The Gamma Nimen Amatirim said the Neid of Yudah. I'm also from the ones that believe that the get is a good get. Hinini Oime Berabin. He says, I want to make the following declaration Berabin. Shekocha Niskalies Mutarim Ashana Azois Megaluseno Hayishma Eilis. Kishem Shoisha Azois Mutaris Lucholadam Yisrael. Chutzmi Kayhanim Kroifen. That you know how mutter she is? I give us a bracha that we should all be 
out of the clutches of the Ishmaelin as she is out of the clutches of her husband. There's no question she is 100% of Penuya. She's not a married woman. The Imkolzeh said the Noyed Behuda, Chachmi Frankfurt, Echrizolel Isser, the Kamom in Achrayis, Yesh Lohitzi Laz, I'll get kosher. The Hine Chasfisholom Lohit, Kavanosom Lohitzi Laz, Elamitchila Nichshulubaira. Maybe this is now this thing evolved. Initially, they made a mistake in Hira. The Afflik Dailam Israel, Iro Lafamim Shigas Hira. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes, Gedoyle Yisrael make a mistake. V'achshov, b'avinesenu haravim, shuv, machmas kvoidom, v'kinosa machsikim b'zroya b'daitam. V'alzeh ani boicha, sh'ani yoideya, sh'anoshim alolu gedoyle Yisrael heima, v'nichshulu b'zeh, v'alkoponim, zois muto alay l'farsem, sh'kol ha'kruzim sholehem b'eisek ha'chitza, e'im behem mamesh, v'shum adam lo yochosh b'zeh l'devreyem, v'av ki kvoidom rom, mikomokim b'zeh yesh b'chilu l'ashem, tzorach ani l'shkiach al kvoid shemayim, this was the speech that the Noida Behuda gave Shabbeshuva regarding the Psakalocha of the Dayarim in Frankfurt. Then later in a Chuva, the Noida Behuda wrote as follows Says the Noida Behuda, listen to what he writes. It's Poshitin that the get was a Kasher get. And he knows that there's a big tumult. Says the Nebuchadnezzar, any person that's going to be Moitzi Laz on this get, im if he's tall and he's strong, like a cedar tree, yipo berishto shal Rabbeinu Tam. May he fall, or he will fall, into the trap of Rabbeinu Tam, Shegozar, who said very, very sharfa raid, al kola Moitzi Laz on a get, regarding anyone who's Moitzi Laz on a get. Vim chosen hu kaloinim, if he's really strong, ha chosen yil in a iris, he'll turn into pishton. Oror hu, he kores, he kores, v'lo Either way, this schmooze that the Noid of Yehuda gave made its way to Frankfurt. And the Yehuda of Frankfurt naturally were not very happy. So much so, they took a, 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 a gathering of tshuvas that were written by the Noid of Yehuda and others. They went berabim and they burnt it berabim. This is how serious this got. Not just that, they said that no one in Frankfurt is allowed to be Meshadach with any family member of the Neid of Yehuda. And if anybody gets caught giving a COVID, an Ali, a Galila, nothing, a Ravi, you can't give them anything. <laughs> to any family member of the Neid of Yehuda, that's how upset they were at what happened. This is the story to get me Cleveland. One interesting postscript to the story is that there's a story that the Hafla, who was the Chassam Seifer's Rebbe, who was alive at that time, he had written a tshuva about, he had written a tshuva about the Get Miklivo. And he was from the Matirim. He felt very strongly that the Get was okay. And he was sitting together with one of the G'daylam at the time, the Zayda of the Yeshua Siakov. And he showed him the tshuva that he wrote that he was going to send out, hit send, regarding his head to the get me cleaver. And as he picks up the tshuva to hand it over to the Yeshua's, Yaakov's grandfather, the inkwell that he had spilled over, and the whole tshuva became destroyed. So he felt terrible. He said, no, so the nafim shayv nocham on the tshuva. So the Yeshua's, Yaakov Zayda told him not to. He said, I believe it's a cinnamon shamayim that this tshuva is not supposed to go out. Lamaisa, what happened was, after Rabbi Abishol from Frankfurt was nifter, they were looking to replace this very esteemed position of, of Bezden of Frankfurt, they gave the Shtelot to that flaw. And it was Yudu at that time that they were only looking at candidates that held like that Bezden held that the Get McFever was a possible get. But anyone that was from the Matirim, not. And apparently the Hashkochats gefeared that that flaw had to become the Bezden of Frankfurt. Seifer came from that flaw. Who knows 
what had happened because the Hafla was a bez in a Frankfurt, it was all because of this Hashgacha that his tshuva never made it out. I've heard others say that unfortunately, fast forward 100 years later, what happened in Frankfurt? The Haskalah was raging through Frankfurt. There are those that say that Rabshamshul Faral Hirsch once tried finding a minion in Frankfurt, he couldn't put together a minion. So the Haskalah, there was no question, disproportionately affected Germany and specifically Frankfurt. Some trace it back to this whole tumult that happened with the Besden of Frankfurt, the way they perhaps treated the night of Yehuda, but who knows? There's no way for us to get involved in these things. Just a, a little bit of history, a little bit of the rest of the story as it relates to the famous Get Me Cleaver. On that note, somebody throws a get to his wife. And she was in her house. Or she was in her chotzer. Says the Mishnah, she is divorced. And the reason she's divorced is a chiddush. Why? Because the Torah says that when a man writes a get, the cost of the Sefer Christos, the Nasam Yada. He has to give it to her. He has to hand it over to his hand. He has to give it to her hand. Here it wasn't the Nasam Yada, but being that he put it into her house, he put it into her chatzar, what if he put it into his house or he put it into his chatzar? Even if they're in the same bed, still in a Megoresh. It doesn't matter. So her chatzar works. His chatzar, it doesn't matter where she is, the get's not going to work. What if he gave her the get while they were in his chatzar, so they were in his house, he handed her the get, but he literally gave it to her. It was either that's her pocketbook. There she's going to be. How do you know? Meaning the Pasuk says, you have to give it to her hand. Here he didn't put it in her hand. He put it in her chotzer. So how do you know that chotzer constitutes? Yeah, it says the Gemara the Tana Rabbanon, and this is from the Morgishmaka Blatter and Shas. The Nasan biyado. It says in the parish of Get. The Nasan biyado. Eliello yado. Gago chatzera v'karfi faminayin. How do you know if the husband puts it into her? Gago chatzera or karfifa of Masachdas Erevin fame. The point is, he put it in a chotzer of some sort. Talmud Leimar. The Nasan mikomakim. Rashi says it could have said. First, biyada, and then yitnena. Instead, it says venasa and biyada. Venasa mikomakim. No matter how you give it, it always constitutes an asina. Tamaloimar. The Vitanya, the Nasa become Okay. That's how you know that although it says Vinasan Biyada, Yada's Lavdafka, it says first Vinasan, then Yada, any Nasina works. Vitanya, Nabi Yachim went to another brace, so Gabi Ganev, Yada, it says in the parish of a Ganev, a Ganev pays Kefal, a Gazlon does not pay Kefal, a Ganev does. And he must say, he must say, Biyada Yaganeva, the Lach is Shnai Mishal. There too, it says the word Biyada, it says the word Yada. So it says, in Liel Yada, Gaikasifa Kifuminayan, it's Mashman that the only time a Ganev is going to be a Ganev if he stole with his hand. He must say, he must say Biyada. But what if he didn't steal with his hand, he stole with his Gagas Chatzar or his Karfif? How would that happen? Says Rashi. An animal, for example, walks into his chatzar, an animal doesn't belong to him, and he's no gado paratz, he locks the door of the chatzar. So he stole, but not physically with his hand, with his chatzar. Now it says, he matze ti matze So how do you know, yad is lavdafka, tamad loimar, he matze ti matze Again, we learned it out from he matze ti matze. It says, the gemar v'tzricha, you need two brises. Meaning, you need a brise that says that v'nasam biyada and hilchis gitim is lavdafka, but chatzar is inclusive in yad, and you need 
the Braisa in the parish of Geneva, and he matzit, he matzit, to tell me the Yad is Lavdafka. But again, a Chatzar is inclusive. Why? The Yashmin get, because I only know that by get, a Chatzar constitutes Yad. I would have thought Mishon the Balkarcha Because Talach is a man can divorce his wife, Balkarcha. So just like you can force your wife to get get, to get divorced, so too, if you put it in her Chatzar, maybe the get's going to be Chal. Avul Ganav, the less of Balkarcha. You can't be a Ganav, nobody can force you to be a Ganav. If you had Das to be a Ganav, you're a Ganav. Otherwise, you're not a Ganav. Emeloi, then maybe we're all also going to be stringent as it relates to Yad, and Yad is Davka, Chatzunat. Yes, I mean, Ganav, and I only know that Yad is Lav Davka by Ganav, I would have thought Mishum the Kansirachmana. It makes sense to say Yad is Lav Davka, and who Adin if you stole with your Chatzun? Because what's the spirit of the law of a Ganav? You stole someone else's thing, pay careful. It's an Afgamina, if I physically picked it up, I did Kenyan Agba, or if I did Kenyan Chatzun, Lemaisa I stole. So you could argue that Davka over there, Yad is Lav Davka. I will get, but maybe by get, Yad is Davka, so for that reason, you need a b'risa to tell me Yad is lav dafka and hilchas gitin, and we need a b'risa to tell me that Yad is lav dafka and hilchas gineva. Frek the Gemara, I gishmak a kasha. Hazayir get leishtoi vehi betoich beisa oy betoich atzeira. I raise a bigurash. If she's in her house, her chotzer, she's divorced. If it's his house or his chotzer, she's not divorced. It clearly implies that it's possible for a woman to have a chotzer. It's possible for a woman to have a house. Anything that she owns, he owns. And although we know there's something called nechsim melog, but even nechsim melog, the halach is that the baal is oichel peiros. So being that he's oichel peiros, even though it's a little bit hers, but it's also a little bit his. And vinasan would constitute, it goes from me to you, from my possession to your possession. When I put it in my wife's chotzer, it's not leaving my possession. So it's talking about where the husband wrote in a star, he gave to his wife the following, that although I know I'm entitled to Peres Nechzemilog, but I'm being Mesalik myself. I'm relinquishing my rights to Peres Nechzemilog. Meaning, he doesn't have Peres Nechzemilog. It's not his Chatzar. It's only her Chatzar. If it's only Chatzar, it's in that, only her Chatzar is in that case that it's possible for a man to divorce his wife even if it doesn't come into her hand, it's merely Kinyin Chatzar. Who cares that he wrote Dinu Dvar? If you have two partners, Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven goes over to Shimon one day, and he says, you know something? I'm done. I have nothing to do with this field anymore. He relinquishes his rights. Why? Because if I own something, I can't relinquish my schus in it. I could be making it to you. I could give it to you as a gift. But I can't just walk away from it. So, Frank the Gemara, how could Rabbi Lazar say that the way the husband walked away from his schus peris nachsimalog was through siluk by relinquishing his rights? Relinquishing your rights doesn't work. Now, Tosis asks a very obvious question. So, why didn't the Gemara just say more posture? He didn't relinquish his rights. He wasn't misalik himself. He actually gifted it to her. He was magnet her. So, Tosis says the Gemara could have said that. The reason the Gemara didn't say that is because there's a very similar Gemara to this in Perakakosev. And over there, the Gemara has to creep out of this kasha. The Gemara can't say that there. So, just to be consistent, the Gemara has the same shock with Atari over here. But really, we can end the Gemara right here. We can have a very simple answer to this question. It's talking about where only she owns the chatzar. He doesn't own the chatzar. I doesn't a husband always have a Kenyan Paris and Nachsam? Look, he does. But he can be Maknatar. He could give it to Bimatan. Either way, the Gemara doesn't say that. So, what is the Teretz? We're talking about where he was Masalik. Siluk doesn't work. Just like a Shutif can't be Masalik himself. 
to the other shutif, so too the husband shouldn't be able to be masalik himself from the Paris Nachsim. Look, Amri Debe Rabbianai, because of love, it's talking about where he was masalik himself when all they were was Aris and Arusa before they completed the deal, before they actually had Nasun. And the reason this is significant is because although a husband has a schus Paris Nachsim in his wife's Nachsim it only goes into effect after they have Nasun. But when all they have is Arisin, at that point, he really doesn't have a schus. So being that he doesn't have any schos b'shas erisin, so he was mesalik himself before the schos happened. And why is that better? Ukud Rav Kahana. Tom Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said, Nachla bolu yiladam makom achar, odemas noalesh, lo yirosheno, that a person who is entitled to Yerusha, mi makom achar, what does mi makom achar mean? It means a Yerusha de Rabbana. For example, he's Yashing his wife, which he only has a schus in Midrabana, as opposed to Yashing a father, which is a Yerusha de Raisa. So if somebody is entitled to a Yerusha de Rabbanon, he can be masna, he can stipulate that even though I know Halach entitles me to this, I don't want it. Why could he do that? It's based on something Rava said. I'm a Rava, this is like real ksubis. If somebody says that I know the Chachamim were very nice to me, and they said I'm entitled to a certain benefit, but I don't want it. Daloch is Shaimim we listened to him. Why? Because it was only given for his benefit. To the extent that he doesn't want it, he doesn't have to. Mike Goinzu, Rava said, What was the Kigoinzu that he was referring to? Something else. That Ravuna once said in the name of Rav. Ravuna Husband has an obligation to support his wife. That According to Rav, was it Takonis Chachamim? Now, of course, we all know Rashi and Chumash, there's a Mandomar in Subis Mem Vavam and Beis that says it's not Midir Rabbanon, it's actually Midir Raisa, Sher Ksus Vaino, Sher. Is it Oino? Whichever one it is. But the point is that it really is a Chi of the Iraisa. But Rav was of the opinion that it was only a Chi of the Rabbanon. It's for that reason Rav said that if a woman says, no thank you, I don't want my husband to support me. I'd rather support myself. Let me keep my Maisiyadayim. You keep your Mazayinus. And it's based on this idea of It was all put in place for my benefit. I feel like I'm losing. I'd rather not do that. Either way, it's based on all this that the Gemara said it's possible for a man to be masalik himself from his wife's chotzer, from his chos peris nachsimalot. He was masalik himself when she was in Arusa, meaning he wasn't koine yet. Being that he wasn't koine yet, before he's koine, he can remove himself because his chos peris nachsimalot is a chos dira bonon. And somebody says, I don't want to have anything to do with, I'd rather not have that. I feel like it's not doing me any good. That's something he's allowed to do. Either way, the first terrence of the Gemara is that the reason, uh, it, with the, the, the way it's possible for this woman to have a chatzar is if the husband was masalik himself in the schus peris nachsim. Look, how could he be masalik himself? Ordinarily, a shutif can't. Shutif can't once he has a kinyan in it. But here, he was masalik himself before he had a kinyan. He did it. Rava, my Rava said a different terence. Atu yada milay kanyale labal. And this is from the most famous Gemaras in Shas. Rava said, I don't understand the kasha. And I'll answer the kasha with a kasha. Every single time a man divorces his wife, so what's the conventional way of divorcing your wife? You put it in her hand. Who owns her hand? Does she own her hand? The husband owns the hand. What do you have to say? Why does it work? Being that at the same time that she's get, she will be divorced. Once she's divorced, the husband will no longer own the yad. She will have a yad. So although it's a catch-22, 
you can't, she doesn't have a yad until she's divorced, but being that Berega, she's divorced, she will have a yad, we look at the two things happening simultaneously, she gets her yad and the gerishim both happen at the same time, what's the kasha? He owns her nechsemalog. He has a schos peris. That's as long as they're married. But right now he's divorcing her. So the moment that he puts together in her chatzah, so she becomes a megureshes. She now gets her nechsemalog and the peris. The husband doesn't have peris once they're divorced. So kitev chatzei rabban kech. But I'm only ravina ravashi. Ravina also ravashi. Rava yadi ishak hakashale. Rava was proving kitev yadi rabban kechad from every get. Nehida kani le lemaisa yada. Kufa mi kani le. What's the kasha? You want to ask? You having a you're asking a kasha? How could a husband ever divorce his wife? He owns her yad. Doesn't own her yad. He has a schos in her yad. If she earns a living, if she makes money, he's entitled to those earnings. But he doesn't own her yad. Doesn't own it like somebody owns his evet or someone owns his shar. So you don't see necessarily gita v'yad echad because although he has a schos in what comes out of her yad, she really owns her yad. So v'nasam v'yad, you don't have to come out to gita v'yad echad. It's dafka by chotzer. So how do you have a raya from every gerushin to this chiddush of gita v'yad banke echad? Amalei rava. So he said no. Amalei. So he told him back. Rava yado evet kashle. You're right. He didn't prove gita v'yad from Yad Isha. This is unbeknownst to many. You have to remember this Gemara. His raya wasn't from Yad Isha. His raya was from Yad Eved. According to the that says that how is a person Meshachar is Eved Kanani? By giving him a get. Yad Eved. Ki Yad Rabbi Damyo. How could you do that? Odoin certainly owns the yad of his eved. Elo gita v'yadav boin keechot. Achanami gita v'chartzera boin keechot. Zok to gemara vayta. Who shchimer had the kasev legit build the vessel? There was a shchimer. There was a man that was dying. He gave a gift to his wife. Bahadi panya demali shapsa. So he realized he was dying. Apparently. If he was going to die, his wife was going to fall a yibum. They didn't want this yibum to play out. So he decided that he's going to divorce his wife right before he dies. This is all happening on an Erev Shabbos. They write the get and they're about to give over the get. And then the sunset, it's Shabbos. For his big he didn't have time to give the get. The next day, it's the situation started getting really, really bad. Meaning, he was dying. If they were going to wait till Matzoy Shabbos, this get would never be given over. So they came to Ravah. So Ravah said, I have an Eitzah. There's an Eitzah of how to give the get. Go take the place where the get is right now. Be maknid over to your wife. He tells the Shchiv Marat to do that. V'tezel i, v'techa v'tifta v'tachzikba, do some sort of kinyan. V'tna na gadar parats koshu harezu chazaka. Let her be koina, the area where the get is. By being koina, the area where the get is, she'll, very good, she'll also be koina, the get. Rashi says, how is she going to be koina, the get? With kinyan agav. Because the Allah is that nechasim, she'en v'machrayis, niknim im nechasim, she'esh v'machrayis. Either way, Rava came up with a patent. Be makna, the get, over to your wife. How are you going to be makna, the get? Be makna, the place, the, the land, the karka, where the get is. Al yidei kinyan agav, she'll be koina in the get as well, and that's how you're going to be able to do it. So Amalei Rav Elish, so Rav Elish heard this story, and he told Rava, Masha Kansi Isha Kana Bailo, how in the world could you do that? How could you be makna over your chotzer? The minute you're makna it, he's still going to have a kinyan peiros. Masha Kansi Isha Kana Bailo. So the Mar says, Ichsef. Rava was embarrassed. 
meaning he was stumped. He felt like he asked them a good kasha. The Sophie Gloy Milsadarusavoy. Afterwards, they found out that she had only been in Arusa, and being that she was only in Arusa, the kasha wasn't a kasha. Why? Because I'm a Ravim. Amru bin Asua, Yemru Barusa. It's true that a husband has a schus peris nachsimalog in his wife that's in Asua, but he doesn't have a schus peris nachsimalog in his wife that's in Arusa. Then Rava went back and he revisited this episode and he said, Now nah, I realized there was no reason for me to have ever been ichse. There was no issue over here. What was the kasha? How could the husband be makna the karka where the get is? With the get coming along with it for the ride, Kinyanagat. Masha konsa isha, kono baiba. No, it's not a kasha. Because loishna, arusa, doesn't matter if she's in arusa. Veloishna, nasua, gita vechatzer, It's true right now. They're married. So right now, I technically can't be makna to you because the second I'm makna to you, I now have a schus peris nachsamalog. But being that there's a get that's going to go along with this Kenyan, at that point, she will have a yatavikaina. You say, that why did Rava have a before and after here? He didn't realize. Then afterwards he did. Isn't this Rava? Rava was the one that said in this previous Gemara, So the Gemara says, It's true, Rava is the one that said, But he, when he said it, he said it regarding this Maisa. There's a lot of rage that we need to speak out on this Gemara. Number one, the Ktsois, Simon Reish, but don't worry, we'll speak it out tomorrow. And number two, regarding this last story of the Shchidmara, you have a man over here that wants to divorce his wife on Shabbos. Apparently, because it's a Yibam issue, she's going to end up in Aguna, whatever exactly the story was. And Rava, in order to allow this woman, man to divorce his wife on Shabbos, they had to jump through hoops in order to do it. Kenyan Agav, Gita why couldn't he just give it again on Shabbos? They weren't writing to get on Shabbos, the get was written already. The Shail over here was, how do you, why can't you just pick up the get and hand over the get? Rashi says, you know why? Because the get is Muktza. It's Muktza. You can't touch it. It's Muktza. Azizak Rashi. Teisvis gets involved. There's a Shita Sarishainim. The Rabban, then the Simon Kuflam with Vav and Evan Ezer. What about Erev Shabbos? Can a man divorce his wife on Erev Shabbos? So we'll see more about that tomorrow. Either way, let's learn a little bit more Gemara. So the Mishnah said, If she's in her bias, or if she's in her Chatzar, when the husband threw the Ged into the Chatzar, the Allah is, Harezu Miguresh. As Omar Ula Ula said, That the only time that's true is if she's standing next to the Chatzar or she's standing next to her house. But if she's someplace else, Kenyan Chatzar doesn't work. So a man could divorce his wife even if he doesn't physically put it in her hand. He only puts it in her Chatzar but only says Ula if she's standing next to her Chatzar. Oh, very good. Rabbi Shia Amar, Afilo he betfer. The cash is on Rabbi Shia. Or you said, no, even if she's in Tfer, you have a Chatzar betzipoiri. Or he betzipoiri, bechatzar betfer, miguresh. It's freak to get more of a he betach base of a dechatzar tani. The Mishnah said in the Furish that she was in her house, she was in her Chatzar. Says Rabbi Shia, I'm not impressed by the Lashna Mishnah. Hachi Kamar, the he kemisha betach base of, the he kemisha betach chatzar. The chivan de Chatzar Mishnameres ledaito him is karesh. You don't literally have to be there. It has to be similar to as if you were there. And just like when you're in your chatzar, you're watching your chatzar. If you're on the other side of the country, but it's mishtameres ledaita, you have certain systems in place where you are protective over what's going on in your chatzar, that in itself would be enough. Meaning, even Rabbi Yishia that said, he betferia, the chatzar doesn't literally have to be by your chatzar, it works. He agrees that it has to be mishtameres ledaita. That's what you, that's the Mishnah. The he betech you don't physically have to be there. It has to be surveillance. But 
even if you're not there, as long as Mishtameris, that would be enough. That's Shitas Rabbaishia. Ula argues. Ula said, Vahusha imedes besechbeisa besechatzeris. We have a very Yisoidi machlokes amayroyim. This that the Mishnah says, Chatzer is kiyad leinyan gerishin. Is it dafka? If she's literally betzad chatzera or betzad beisa, or is it enough that it's mishdameres ladaita? You don't physically have to be there. Says the Gemara, Leimah Bagam. If perhaps this is the machlekes, the mar savar chatzum mishum yada is rabbi, or mar savar chatzum mishum shlichus is rabbi. Maybe says the Gemara, the machlekes is totally in the lumdis of why chatzer is treated like yad. It says in the Torah of Anasim Yada. Yad, Lavdafka, Chatzar as well. Is the Pshat that we look at a Chatzar as if it's an extension of Yad? So just like a woman can get divorced using her hand, a woman can get divorced via her Chatzar. Because her Chatzar is like an extension of her Yad. Or Chatzar is not Yad. The Chatzar is not you, but a Chatzar is not worse than a Shliach. And just like my Shliach, a woman can make a Shliach like a Bala, so, so too a Chatzar could work as well. Midim Shlichos, says the Gemara. What would be the Nafkemino? If you have to be there or not. If it's Mishum Yod or then just like you're next to your Yad, maybe the only time Chatzar could work is if you're right there. How could I be in Tveria and my Yad be in Tzipayri? But if it's working, Midin Shlichos, every Shlichos works that way. You don't have to be in the same place as your Shliach, but the Gemara says, like, the Kuliyama could be everybody holds Chatzar Mishum Yod Yisrabai. Everybody holds that the lumbness of how Chatzar works is Yad. It's not Shlichos. What's the Machlik? Is that Marasava Kiyoda that has to literally be like Yad. Ma Yoda B'smucha just like Yad is next to you, so to Yachatzer is smucha. The Idach, no, Imayoda betvuka, Avchatzer betvuka. Frank Ervaisha, let me ask you a question. Yad is attached to you, so maybe you have to be physically attached to Yachatzer. Doesn't mean that. Eloki Yoda means you have to be somewhat like Yoda. Mayoda, Mishtameres Ladaita, just like you're in control of your Yad. Avchatzer, Mishtameres Ladaita. Lafuki Chatzer, Hamishtameres, Shalomidaita. Either way, says the Gemara, you have no raya that the Machloikis between Ula and Ravishia is Chatzer Mishum Yad, Chatzer Mishum Shlichos. It could be everybody holds Chatzer Mishum Yad. And the question is, how similar to Yad does it have to be? Who gathered this article? There was a man that once threw a get to his wife. Have a kaima b'chatzer. She was standing in a chatzer. Azal gita nafo b'pisla. The get didn't land on the floor of the chatzer, but rather there was like a rock in the chatzer, a pisla, and it landed on top of that rock. Amr Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef said, whether or not she's divorced, is that the halach of our Mishnah that it works? Depends on how big that rock was. Chazinon. Let's take a look. If it's four amis by four amis, then we look at it as an independent area. It's not part of the chatzar. And if it's less than dalal al-damit, then it's considered just a part of the chatzar. As a result, she would be divorced. What type of chatzar are we talking about? Are we talking about it was her chatzar? Who cares if it's dalal al-damit? It's her chatzar. was his chatzar. Then even if it's less than four amas, it shouldn't work. Says What happened was, really it was his chatzar. He loaned it to her. See, look, however, we just learned, 
so that she should be able to get divorced. And there's a svara, the chad mokim mushli inchi, when a person loans somebody else something, but if in stummy, he means one place, so if the pisla is treated as a separate mokim, that it wasn't included in the sheila, therefore it's his place. If it's less than Dalanamis, then when the husband loaned her, the chatzar included was that pisla, as a result, it is her chatzar, if it's her chatzar, she would be divorced. Says, that this that we it doesn't work if it's less than dollar dollars only if it wasn't ten tefachim tall. Even if it's less than dollar dollars, it's still considered a place for itself. Its height gives it a chashivas. Not just that; it's also only true if the rock itself doesn't have its own name. But if when people refer to this pisla, they refer to it by a separate name. Even if it's not ten tefachim tall, even if it's not arba amis, 